Welcome. This is Heidi from Discerning Grace. Today I'll be continuing the discussion of the spiritual discipline of service. Have you thought about a visual symbol that helps you think about service? The big theme in the discipline of service is mentally letting go of me so I can begin to practice for others. Like most of the disciplines, they intertwine and are overlapping, flowing easily throughout the other practices. When you practice service, it can be meditative, submissive, or you could practice service in solitude, hiddenness, and in prayer. This stuff isn't cut and dry. They intertwine. However, if you are open to the leading of the Spirit and willing to try, it's amazing how God can use us. Maybe this is your first time listening. If you want to know more, go to my website and get to know me better. Or you can listen to other episodes and you can find them at www.discerninggrace.com. And you can subscribe and listen to the chats on your favorite podcast app. All right, this is a good time to remind you that the Holy Spirit, your helper, your advocate, comforter is ready and able to help you as we meet together. Ask the Spirit what's important. Listen to his quiet voice. Notice feelings that arise. Watch for the nudge that you feel of God. Take a moment now and purposely turn your heart toward God. Look and listen where God is offering you spiritual freedom. Heavenly Father, as I come to you, guide me as I gain a deeper understanding of your way of serving. I pray that you help me discern between true service and my imitation involving self-righteous service. Use me to minister to those around me, my neighbors. Enlarge my heart so I may serve when you show me a need. In your holy name, amen. Here's a quote by Oswald Chambers as we return to the idea of service. Quote, when we are used as broken bread, and poured out wine, we have to reach a level where all awareness of ourselves and of what God is doing through us is completely eliminated. A saint is never consciously a saint. A saint is consciously dependent on God, unquote. I want to cover the last three types of service that Richard Foster has explained in his book, Celebration of Discipline. Number one, the service of hospitality. 1 Peter 4, 9 through 10 says, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I think it's easy to tell God you can't do this type of hospitality thing. I don't have a big enough house or I don't have the right furniture. I don't even have a nice cake to offer. It's so easy to get caught up on the physical things. That is not what Jesus is asking us to do. In this particular situation, you don't want to act like Martha and only worry about the food and the household things. I do this. I want to be ready. I want everything to be right. However, I get lost in the little trivial things and then don't offer hospitality because I'm not ready. I complicate the gift of service. What about you? Where do you stand on this? Another gift is the service of listening. Now, this is a gift. (laughs) Having been on the receiving end of this with my own spiritual director, I have gained so much. 
the gift of listening, really listening to another, not to offer advice, is such a blessing. As you offer this service, do not think about how you can fix a situation. Don't begin to think, oh, I know about that, and think about how it relates to your own situation. Listen intently. Just as we are learning to listen to God, we can extend that skill to others. Listening quiets our heart, and it becomes about the other person, not about what I can offer them. I offer the gift of listening. Number three, and the last service I want to offer, is the service of bearing one another's burdens. Galatians 6, 2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Foster says, quote, love is most perfectly fulfilled when we bear the hurts and suffering of each other, weeping with those who weep, and especially when we are with those who are going through the valley of the shadow. Weeping is far better than words, unquote. While the verse says to carry each other's burdens, it is not our job to fix or even keep holding it. The burden is too heavy. No, we lift those burdens and we carry them to the foot of the cross. Jesus will bear the burdens. I want to finish with one of the examples that Jesus uses in relation to service. Most of us are familiar with the story of the Good Samaritan. I'm going to be reading from Luke 10, 25 to 35. On one occasion, an expert of the law, a lawyer, stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How, did, how do you read it? He answered, quote, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this, and you'll live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened by, going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came to where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, poured oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense that you may have. We think of a neighbor as someone actually living near us. But in the Greek, neighbor meant anyone near you or that you had some interaction with. Why was this Samaritan so repulsive to the lawyer, the Levite, that walked by the injured man? I think Jesus' answer to the parable surprised many. It had to be a shock to hear Jesus give the good guy or hero position to a dirty, despised people group. To those Pharisees and other religious leaders looked down and even thought of the Samaritans as unclean people. In our time today, we are bombarded with talk that all are equal. There are no lesser types. Jesus also teaches that we're all equal. Whether we are from different ethnic groups, skin color, sexual orientation, or maybe it's a disability that makes us uncomfortable, or a disease, 
We are all the same. We have all been given the breath of God when we took our first breath. We are all created in his image. Yet, is there a fleeting thought when someone needs help that maybe they don't deserve the help? Or maybe they won't use the gift well? How do these thoughts mingle with the idea of service we've been discussing for the past three weeks? In the book Spiritual Disciplines Companion, Jan Johnson states, Simple, unpretentious service is foreign to some traditionally religious people. We might weigh, plan, and program our service, self-conscious about how we look and what people will think. The Samaritan saw a need, took pity on the suffering man, and put the guy on his donkey. So the question this week is, how do you view service? What do you worry about when you're thinking of serving others? I'm going to close with a blessing inspired by the book to bless the space between us. May the light of your soul bless your service with the love and warmth of Christ's love. May the sacredness of your service bring light and renewal to those you serve with and to those who receive your service. May your service never exhaust you. May it never be viewed as a burden. May your heart continue to be enlarged by the love of Christ, overflowing naturally to those around you. May you lift others' burdens and listen as they share their journey. May you regard others' reputation as your own. May you greet others with graciousness and common courtesy. May you always remember the service of small things. Now, may the Holy One bless you and keep you. May you be renewed through the Holy Spirit. And may Jesus lift your load and bring you peace. Amen. Till next week, may God bless you.